Entitled neighbor tells me that his parking spot is reserved. He's going to call the landlord and shows me his fake sign. I tell him that I am the landlord. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. Last winter around January, me, my family, and close friends were staying at our condo in Vermont for New Year's to celebrate, ski, and other things. My dad owns the eight-unit complex our condo is in, and all but one had people up for the holidays. There's a decent amount of area for parking, but when there's a lot of people there all at once, it can get tight. So one night after returning from the mountain, we parked in the spot closest to the stairs to unload everything easier. Our parking lot isn't one with actual spots or anything because it's just gravel and dirt. So it's really just eyed out and first come first serve. A few hours later, my brother went to the car to get something from the car where there was a cardboard sign left on the car. The sign read, Reserved parking for Unit 8. Handicapped. On both sides. And yes, they forgot the N in handicapped on both sides as well. Like I said, there's no specific spots for anyone. Unit 8 was one of the smaller units on the ground level, about half the size of the rest. The couple that rented there was sketchy to say the least. They had to be in their mid-20s, but we never saw them much and didn't know much about them. Let's just call them Rick and Tara. Another 20 minutes later and I go down to the car to get some forgotten gloves. As I unlock the car, the lights alert them that someone's at the car, and through the window, Rick starts yelling at me, telling me I have to move the car by the morning or they'd have it towed. At this point, I can also realize that Rick is off of something, so I subsequently ignore him, grab my things, and head back up. I get into the condo and explain to my dad the experience I just had with Rick. At this point, he's had enough and decided he was going to go down there himself to handle things. So he goes down there to talk to him. My dad was really the only person that had met them before, but it was briefly during the leasing of their unit. He knocks on the door and it's about 30 seconds until Rick angrily answers the door. He crankily asks, What do you want? And my dad politely explains that no spots are reserved and that it's first come first serve. Rick instantly starts freaking out saying that it's a handicapped spot and that they're going to call the landlord. They had little experience with my dad when they leased the place about a year before, and in that time, he was diagnosed with cancer and lost a lot of weight. With that, his appearance changed drastically. Rick didn't realize he was speaking to the landlord and kept his rant going. As my dad was going to lay it out to him, he noticed on the table in the living area that there was a pipe of sorts. Paired with the behavior and appearance of Rick at the time, my dad concluded that it was a pipe of sorts for drugs. He backpedaled out of the conversation and returned back up to our condo. When he got back in, he called the cops explaining the situation and what he saw. 30 minutes later, cops pull up and start talking to Rick. Going off what my dad told them about the pipe, one of the cops noticed it, but this time it was out in the open with a bag next to it. At that point, it was revealed that they were both using hard substances and they were both arrested. Along with that, my dad also evicted them from the property for violating terms obviously. We ended up renovating the whole place afterwards because who knows how long they'd been smoking that inside. The upside is that the cardboard sign still hangs in the living room and gives us a laugh each time we pass it. They may have been jerks, but at least they left us with a long-term laugh. Some people really don't understand the concept of overplaying your hand. You would think it would be instinct where if you're doing this kind of sketchy stuff in the apartment that maybe you would just want to lay low. Drawing attention to yourself would be the last thing you would think that you'd want to do. But clearly, this couple wasn't exactly thinking straight. Also, it's just a really jerk move to try and claim a handicapped spot. Especially when no handicapped spot exists and you're not even handicapped.
An entitled couple tries to steal our seats on a plane, but gets served instant karmic justice. This happened whilst I was married. I still tell the story now and get a lot of smirks and yes, karma at her best comments. So my now ex-husband and I were one of the last to board the plane as he had misplaced his boarding ticket and we had to search for it. When we got on, we were walking up the plane and could see our row. The plane was pretty much full and all settled in. A couple older than us sat in our row of three. I checked our tickets and then asked the couple what seats they were supposed to be in, as those were ours. They refused to move. They had scored three seats to their two bottoms, whereas the row in front had a very slim girl at the window. The air hostess came over and as they were older and playing the age card, the hostess asked us to sit in the seats in front. My husband argued that in the event of an accident, our names were not on the right locations. However, the hostess said that she would swap these over. So we sat down next to the slim girl who took up no room whatsoever. The couple behind us were very loudly gloating at their win and discussing how they would have a very pleasant 14-hour trip home. My husband told me as soon as we can to recline the seats as he was pissed about their gloating. So here we are, settled, when this man starts walking up the plane with a very, very large man. Long, long dreadlocks, shoving a baguette in his mouth as he made his way up the aisle. My husband looked at me and smiled, as he realized the only spare seat was that window seat that would have been next to mine. And yes, Karma took a dump on the gloating couple's lap as the man asked them to move so he could get into his seat. Once settled, he took up a lot of space. And once in the air, the lady called a hostess down and started having a fit about how we had stolen their seats and that we had refused to move when they boarded. Sadly for the lady, our argument at the start of the flight had been witnessed by the staff, as everyone else was settled in by then, so she was shut down by the staff who refused to move us. They had a miserable flight, as the guy kept getting up for the toilet, extra drinks and extra snacks. Whoever he was, he was a complete gem of a human being. Jerk karma served. Yeah, this is a perfect example of karmic justice, I feel. I think we've all had those interactions with an older person who is actually perfectly fine, just a little older, but they really play up their age to try and take advantage of the workers around to make it look like they're in the right. And sadly, a lot of the time it works, as it did in this instance. It just didn't quite work out for them the way they wanted it to, which I think we can all celebrate just a little bit. Entitled parents try to control my bathroom breaks. So this is related to a youth church thing I always went to. We stayed at a hotel, went skiing, and had lots of sermons. We also had adult chaperones to go with us. I was on my last year there and I was 18. I had to go to the bathroom, so I very quietly got up, walked to the back, and left to the bathroom. The bathroom was three feet from the sermon room, so I wasn't going very far. When I left the bathroom, an entitled parent was waiting for me. Where did you go? The bathroom. Why didn't you tell anyone? I didn't think I needed to. Well, you do. You always need to tell us where you're going. I'm 18. I'm an adult. Not here, you're not. We're in charge of you. You have to obey us. I can literally go to the gas station across the street and buy cigarettes and a lighter, and you can't do a single thing to stop me. At this point, I turn and walk back into the sermon. 15 minutes later, I went to the bathroom again. I saw her and gave her a small smile as I walked by and she just glared at me. The reason why I was so snarky? Because these were the same people who couldn't remember my name and tried to control my reading. Plus, my church was stuck-up snobs who thought they were better than the other church groups. I'm glad to be done with those jerks. Okay, so tiny bit of devil's advocate here. I understand that this parent is responsible for the kids on this trip, and one gets up and walks away in the middle of the night and doesn't say anything. 
but you would also kind of assume that they're probably just going to the bathroom. But regardless, our original poster was 18 and was completely an adult at that point. Can't really sit there and try and control their bathroom breaks. I like this one though. It's just a small little story of someone getting put in their place. Nobody gets hurt or says anything ridiculously offensive. My sister-in-law expected me to pay her and her friend's bill, so I had to put her in her place. So I, 25-year-old female, went out for dinner for my 28-year-old sister-in-law's bachelorette party this weekend. Between my sister-in-law and my husband, 26, sister-in-law has always been the golden child of the family. Growing up, my in-laws coddled her and gave her everything that she wanted while my husband always got the crap end of the stick. She was always the popular girl in school, cheerleader, lots of friends, all the boys loved her, and things like that. While my husband was always a little more nerdy and got picked on quite a bit. Even my in-laws would give him a hard time about this and say he needed to be more like his sister. So fast forward to today. Both my husband and I went to top schools, got our degrees, and currently have very well-paying jobs in tech. I'm not trying to sound braggy. This is just for context, but we live a very, very comfortable life. My sister-in-law still currently lives at home with my in-laws where they foot all of her bills. She had my niece, who's now four, with her ex and is currently on marriage number two. This past weekend, I was invited to this fancy upscale restaurant in my city for my sister-in-law's bachelorette party. She just wanted to do a nice dinner. There were eight of us in total. At the end of the dinner, the bill comes out and the waiter hands it to me. I'm sitting there confused for a second until sister-in-law speaks up and is all, my parents and I were talking and we're thinking you and my brother can handle the bill for this as a wedding gift since you're not financially contributing to my wedding. I stared at her shocked for a moment and then was like, and you didn't think to bring this up to me beforehand? She starts going off about how we're so well off, so what's the big deal, and she's sure her brother wouldn't have an issue with it. I asked her why her fiancé doesn't foot the bill, or my in-laws, and where in her right mind she thinks it's okay to spring this on me. She started going on about how we're the wealthiest in both her and her fiancé's family, and that she didn't think I would act like this and would say yes. I told her, well, sorry, but I'm not your parents. Don't expect handouts from me. She called me selfish, and I called her an entitled brat, paid for my half of the bill and left. Well, as expected, my mother-in-law, sister-in-law, and even some of the cousins and aunts on my husband's side have been absolutely furious with me and are expecting me to apologize for the comments. I told them, over my dead body, my husband is 100% on my side, and we're debating whether or not we're even going to the wedding. I was talking to my mom, and she thinks I took it too far with the comments and should just apologize to keep the peace. By the way, the bill was over $1,000. So what do you think? Am I the jerk? Okay, so we'll start this one off with no, you're definitely not a jerk. That is a very jerk move of your sister-in-law to pull in front of everyone and just expect you to pay. She deserves to be called out for it. Now, again, always trying to play devil's advocate here a little bit, I do kind of understand where our original poster's mother's coming from, in that she could have paid the bill just to keep the peace and not make a scene. However, I would say you have to address this to her afterwards in private and let her know that this kind of behavior is not acceptable. Just because she has everything given to her and doesn't understand the value of a dollar doesn't mean other people are going to pay for all her stuff for her. She needed a wake-up call one way or another. You did the right thing. Honestly, I just kind of feel sorry for her husband-to-be at this point. Who knows what he's going to have to be dealing with in the future. So, I wore a wedding dress to a wedding. But hear me out. So my friend, 20-year-old female, and I, 19-year-old male, have been friends for a few years and she recently got engaged. 
A week ago, I got a DM from her for a small costume party she was hosting as a celebration for getting engaged. I asked if there was a theme and she said there wasn't. I'm a cosplayer, so I had a lot of choices. I didn't want to roll up in an anime cosplay, so I thought it would be funny to go to an engagement party as the corpse bride. I arrived at her house yesterday and everything seemed normal. A few people complimented my costume and I was having a lot of fun. After 10 minutes, my friend's fiancé walked out in a black tuxedo and announced this was actually their wedding. Apparently, my friend saw a video of someone doing this and wanted to do the same. He asked us all to go to the backyard for the ceremony to begin. I went straight to him. I asked him if I should quickly go home and change my outfit and that I would get back before it started. He told me that it was fine, since I didn't know this was the wedding. I trusted him and followed everyone outside. They got married and everything seemed good. The reception was just in their house again, so everyone just walked back inside and picked up where they left off. I tried talking to my friend and celebrating with her, but she kept making excuses to not talk to me. I assumed it was just because she was tired from the big day and wanted some alone time. I didn't bother her after that, and the party soon ended. I got home, and half an hour passed when my phone started getting notifications. I checked, and it was my friend texting me. She was cussing me out, telling me how I ruined her wedding. I was really confused and asked what I did. That only made her more angry. She told me it was basic knowledge not to wear a wedding dress to a wedding. I reminded her that I had no idea it was a wedding and that I asked her now husband if I should change and he said it was fine. She didn't respond, but I got a text from her husband. He asked why I would tell her he said it was fine. I told him he said it was fine. Then he said how I should have changed anyways and it's my fault that the two are now fighting over this. I've tried texting her that I was sorry and if I had known I wouldn't have done it. I woke up today and saw her and her husband have blocked me on everything. So am I the jerk for not changing out of the wedding dress when I found out it was actually a wedding? Okay, so I actually find this one kind of funny. Now I want you to keep in mind our original poster is male. So this was kind of more just a joke thing. This isn't another female coming to this party dressed as a bride. There's no soap opera level drama going on here. I'm totally behind our original poster's idea to come to this party as the corpse bride. I think that's hilarious. But I really think our bride in this story is absolutely overreacting. Now, don't get me wrong. I could understand her maybe being a little bit peeved when she found out about this. But you would have to have common sense kick in and understand that they didn't know. Should our original poster have gone home and changed? Maybe. But he was given the thumbs up by the groom so he felt it was okay. Maybe they should have checked in with the bride first and let her know about the situation. But having it escalate this far just seems completely irrational. I don't know. I really think this story is just more funny than anything. What do you guys think? I cancelled my mother-in-law's phone plan after she decided to just give it to my nephew. Okay, am I the jerk here? Everyone around me says yes, but I feel super gaslighted by my husband's family right now. We're both late 20s, no kids. We added my mother-in-law to our cell plan a few years ago when we got married because she lives alone and didn't have a cell phone. My husband thinks it will keep her safer to have one for emergencies. At the time we added her for her phone and plan, it was around $20 extra per month. Plan costs have gone up and she got a nicer phone, so now it's close to $50 per month. 
pretty steep with the way the economy is, am I right? Anyway, my husband's brother has a young kid. He's eight. He's a nice kid, but not my responsibility. When I called my mother-in-law's cell phone a few days ago, my nephew answered it. I asked him if he was at grandma's house and if I could talk to her. He said no, he was at his house and grandma had given him her cell phone to keep because his parents wouldn't get him one. My mother-in-law didn't tell me or my husband about this and I got pretty angry. I'm already not thrilled about having to pay for her to have a cell phone. I'm definitely not happy about paying for my eight-year-old nephew to have it. I went to her house and told her that if she wasn't going to use the phone, I was going to take it off our plan and that I wanted the iPhone back from my nephew because my husband's screen is cracked and he can have hers. It'll save us a few hundred bucks since we won't have to buy a new phone. Needless to say, she's mad now because it's her phone to do with as she pleases and she wants nephew to have it. I told her it's not her phone and we won't pay for it if he's using it. I told hubby I was canceling it and then I did. I told him if she wants a phone again or wants nephew to have one, she can sign up for her own plan. He's mad that I did that. Mother-in-law is mad as well. Nephew and his parents are mad, but I did get the phone back since it's no longer working on our plan. So am I the jerk? I don't think I am. We all have to make cuts where we can with this economy. No, I'm going to have to say you're not being the jerk here. Tying back to our previous story about the bridesmaid dinner, I feel it's really rude to assume someone's going to pay for something for you. I could understand if a conversation had happened beforehand, but to just go ahead and make the assumption that this person's going to continue to pay for the phone after you've given it to someone else takes a lot of audacity. I feel the only argument they would have here is that they feel she's being petty. And if that's the case, they clearly don't view having to pay for one extra phone as a big deal. So why don't you just do it yourself instead of shirking that responsibility and putting it on someone else? It just feels like a scummy move. My ex tried pulling some sneaky moves, but I wasn't having it. And as a result, ruined his daughter's first birthday. My ex's new wife called me three weeks ago and said that she just realized her daughter's birthday was on my week. She asked me to please bring my son to the party or drop him off the night before and they'd bring him back the next morning. She was very entitled about it. She presented me with two options when I don't have to do either. I said I would think about it and she got huffy and said he has to be at his little sister's party. I again said I would think about it and she continued to argue, so I hung up. The day before the party, I asked my son, do you want to go to your sister's birthday party. He said he did, so I texted her to tell her that we would be there and asked her for the time of the party. She told me it was at noon. So we got there at 12.30 and there were no other cars, which was weird. We went inside and my ex said he needed to talk to me, and I said that wasn't necessary and asked where the party guests were. He said he needed to prepare me before I saw his wife. I said, why, is she pregnant or something? He said she was and I just rolled my eyes. I again asked where the party guests were. He said the party was at 2, but they wanted to make sure I had time to put myself together before the party. I told him he needed to quit with the soap opera drama because I don't have time for it. I took time out of my day to accommodate them, but they blew it. I'm not hanging out with them in an empty house for over an hour, and I'm not wasting gas to leave and come back. I took my son to the park and we had a nice day, but my ex texted me a bunch about how I was punishing his daughter for the pregnancy. I don't care that his wife is pregnant. My only response was a text that said, grow up. My son asked about his sister's birthday, and I said there was a mix-up with the party time, which is true, and they would all celebrate together when he was at his dad's. So he was chill. My mom said I hurt the birthday girl, but she's one. She's not going to notice who's at her party. My mom told me to be the bigger person, but I feel that there's a limit to that. I'm not going to allow 
now lying in trickery in my ex any more than I would reward it if my six-year-old did it. Am I the jerk for leaving and not coming back? Okay, I feel like there's a lot to read between the lines here. Our original poster seems to be holding a lot of hostility towards their ex here. It comes out in just the subtleties of their interactions, her rolling her eyes and things like that. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's a history here, and that's why they're no longer together. But considering our original poster is accusing other people of being dramatic and childish, I would have to say that she needs to take a look at her own actions. You have a child with this person. This person now has a new child. I understand that they're only one and you don't think that they're going to miss their brother from the party, but that's not the point. The only person being punished here is your son, which isn't fair at all. I feel our original poster was being extremely petty and could have been the bigger person here. You say you don't care, but your actions speak otherwise. Why are you acting like this? Is it so hard to sit in a room with these people for an hour and just play nice? Again, be an adult. These people are still going to continue to be in your lives. As long as you have a son with this man, you need to learn to get along. In your own words, grow up. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.